This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Gulf Coast is bracing for a severe storm that could become a hurricane by the time it makes landfall. Tropical Storm Barry is expected to make landfall in Louisiana late Friday or early Saturday. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards says officials expect rainfall to slip into the double digits. And we're talking about as much as 10 to 15 inches of rain over a 24-hour period that will start sometime Friday and all likelihood and go through Saturday. So that is a short time period for such intense rain. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says the geography of the region will exacerbate issues. We have a lot of marshland and a lot of low-lying areas that are extremely susceptible to flooding, and this would include the New Orleans metropolitan area. Rainfall earlier this year means rivers in the region are not prepared for massive rain. Many of the rivers in the region are still running very high due to runoff from earlier rainfall that occurred in some cases in the Midwest or the Mid-South in the late spring or even in the early part of summer. According to the Soy Transportation Coalition, the 256-mile stretch of the lower Mississippi River from Baton Rouge to the Gulf of Mexico sees 60% of the nation's soybean exports and 59% of the corn exports. Mike Steenhook, the group's executive director, said flooding earlier this year had begun to subside and allow for more regular passage of vessels. For the week ending June 29th, a 41% increase over the previous week's shipments was observed. House Ag Committee members have a request for those looking for better rural broadband. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Members of Congress want to hear specifics on just how much funding rural America needs to get connected. Speaking Tuesday at a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing, Georgia's David Scott addressed an American Farm Bureau Federation witness in a call for more information. I think there's some definitive, well-respected source that needs to submit to this Congress the kind of funding that we need to devote to accomplish everything that we've said here. Missouri Farm Bureau President and AFBF board member Blake Hurst says the estimated costs he's seen are 50 to 60 billion dollars. Which strikes, you know, those of us from Missouri as a big number. Uh, in this city, uh, maybe not so much. So I think, you know, I think they really need to think about it, a five or a seven year plan to uh, to close that gap uh, where 26% of rural citizens don't have good broadband coverage uh, versus only 2% in the urban areas. Hearst adds farmers must have access to fixed and mobile broadband to be more efficient, economical, and responsive to environmental needs. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The Departments of Agriculture and Health and Human Services wrapped up today a two-day meeting of the Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee. Today's meeting included feedback from the public about just what the committee should examine as it looks to submit its next report to the secretaries of USDA and HHS. USDA's Eve Studi says the process is expected to unfold over the next year and a half. The last committee meeting will be in March of next year, and the departments request the committee's report by May of 2020. And this is so that USDA and HHS can meet our mandate to release the next edition of the Dietary Guidelines by December of 2020. For more on the meeting, check out the story from Steve Davies on agripulse.com. Finally today, what is typically a much-watched report didn't draw the same level of attention today because of the data it used. 
USDA's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report used June acreage data to compile production estimates. That data is expected to be updated after additional surveys are conducted in July, so the figures are expected to change. American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton says the 91.7 million acres of predicted corn ground this year isn't sitting well in the countryside. When you go around the country, no one really believes that number of 91.7. When when USDA sent out the survey in early June, sure, there were market signals to put corn in the ground. Growers answered the survey in terms of how many acres they planted, how many acres they intended to plant at that point in time. But they were never able to get out and do that. And I think that's what the frustration is about. USDA plans to release new figures in August. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.